the book of 1 Maccabees, chapter 1, verse 1. And it happened after that Alexander, son of Philip, the Macedonian, who came out of the land of Chittim, had smitten Darius, king of the Persians and Medes, that he reigned in his stead, the first over Greece, and made many wars, and won many strongholds, and slew the kings of the earth, and went through to the ends of the earth, and took spoils of many nations, and so much that the earth was quiet before him. Whereupon he was exalted, and his heart was lifted up. And he gathered a mighty strong host, and ruled over countries, and nations, and kings, who became tributaries unto him. After these things, he fell sick, and perceived that he should die. Wherefore he called the servant, such as were honorable, and had been brought up with him from his youth, and parted his kingdom among them while he was yet alive. So Alexander reigned twelve years, and then died. And his servants bear rule every one in his place. And after his death, they all put crowns upon themselves. So did their sons after them many years. And evils were multiplied in the earth. And there came out of them a wicked root, Antiochus, surnamed Epiphanes, son of Antiochus the king, who had been an hostage at Rome. And he reigned in the hundred and thirty and seventh year of the kingdom of the Greeks. In those days went there out of Israel wicked men, who persuaded many, saying, Let us go and make a covenant with the heathen that are round about us. For since we departed from them, we have had much sorrow. So this device pleased them well. Then certain of the people were so forward herein that they went to the king, who gave them license to do after the ordinances of the heathen. Whereupon they built a place of exercise at Jerusalem, according to the customs of the heathen, and made themselves uncircumcised and forsook the holy covenant and joined themselves to the heathen and were sold to do mischief. Now when the kingdom was established before Antiochus, he thought to reign over Egypt, that he might have the dominion of two rams. Wherefore he entered into Egypt with a great multitude, with chariots and elephants and horsemen and a great navy and made war against Ptolemy, king of Egypt. But Ptolemy was afraid of him and fled and many were wounded to death. Thus they got the strong cities in the land of Egypt, and he took the spoils thereof. And after that Antiochus had smitten Egypt, he returned again in the hundred forty and third year, and went up against Israel and Jerusalem with a great multitude, and entered proudly into the sanctuary and took away the golden altar, and the candlestick of light, and all the vessels thereof, and the table of the showbread, and the pouring vessels, and the vows, and the senses of gold, and the veil, and the crowns, and the golden ornaments that were before the temple, all which he pulled off. He took also the silver and the gold, 
and the precious vessels. Also, he took the hidden treasures which he found. And when he had taken all away, he went into his own land, having made a great massacre and spoken very proudly. Therefore, there was great mourning in Israel in every place where they were, so that the princes and the elders mourned the virgins and the young men were made feeble and the beauty of women was changed. Every bridegroom took up lamentation and she that sat in the marriage chamber was in heaviness. The land also was moved for the inhabitants thereof and all the house of Jacob was covered with confusion. And after two years fully expired, the king sent his chief collector of tribute unto the city of Judea, who came unto Jerusalem with a great multitude, and spake peaceable words unto them. But all was deceit, for when they had given him credence, he fell suddenly upon the city, and smote it very sore, and destroyed much people of Israel. And when he had taken the spoils of the city, he set it on fire and poured down the houses and walls thereof on every side. But the women and children took they captive and possessed the cattle. Then built they the city of David with a great and strong wall and with mighty towers and made it a stronghold for them. And they put therein a sinful nation, wicked men, and fortified themselves therein. They started also with armor and victuals. And when they have gathered together the spoils of Jerusalem, they laid them up there. And so they became a sore snare. For it was a place to lie in wait against the sanctuary and an evil adversary to Israel. Thus they shed innocent blood on every side of the sanctuary and defiled it. And so much that the inhabitants of Jerusalem fled because of them. Whereupon the city was made a habitation of strangers and became strange to those that were born in her and her own children left her. Her sanctuary was laid waste like wilderness. Her feast was turned into mourning, her Sabbaths into reproach, her honor into contempt. As had been her glory, so was her dishonor increased and her excellency was turned into mourning. Moreover, King Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one people. And everyone should leave his laws. So all the heathen agreed according to the commandment of the king. Yea, many of the Israelites consented to his religion and sacrificed unto idols and profaned the Sabbath. For the king had sent letters by messenger into Jerusalem and the cities of Judea that they should follow the strange laws of the land and forbid burnt offerings and sacrifice and drink offerings in the temple and that they should profane the Sabbaths and the festival days and pollute the sanctuary and the holy people set up altars in groves and chapels of idols and sacrifice swine's flesh and unclean beasts. That they should also leave their children uncircumcised and make their souls abominable with all manner of uncleanness 
and profanation. To the end, they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. And whosoever would not do according to the commandment of the king, he said, he should die. In the selfsame manner wrote he to his whole kingdom and appointed overseers over all the people, commanding the cities of Judea to sacrifice city by city. Then many of the people were gathered unto them, to wit, everyone that forsook the law. And so they committed evils in the land and drove the Israelites into secret places, even wheresoever they could flee for succor. Now in the 15th day of the month Caslu, in the 145th year, they set up the abomination of desolation upon the altar and built idol altars throughout the cities of Judea on every side and burnt incense at the doors of their houses and in the streets. And when they had rent in pieces the book of the law which they found, they burnt them with fire. And wheresoever was found with any the book of the testament, or if any consented to the law, the king's commandment was that they should put him to death. Thus did they by their authority unto the Israelites every month to as many as were found in the cities. Now the five and twentieth day of the month they did sacrifice upon the idol altar which was upon the altar of God at which time according to the commandment they put to death certain women that had caused their children to be circumcised and they hanged the infants about their necks and rifled their houses and slew them that had circumcised them. Howbeit many in Israel were fully resolved and confirmed in themselves not to eat any unclean thing. Wherefore they chose rather to die that they might not be defiled with meats and that they might not profane the holy covenant. So then they died. And there was very great wrath upon Israel. First Maccabees chapter 2, verse 1. In those days arose Menathias, the son of John, the son of Simeon, a priest of the sons of Joreb from Jerusalem, and dwelt in Modin, and he had five sons, Joanna, called Cadiz, Simon, called Thasius, Judas, who was called Maccabeus, Eleazar, called Avaran, and Jonathan, whose surname was Aphius. And when he saw the blasphemies that were committed in Judea and Jerusalem, he said, woe is me. Wherefore was I born to see this misery of my people and of the holy city and to dwell there when it was delivered into the hand of the enemy and the sanctuary into the hand of strangers? Her temple has become as a man without glory. Her glorious vessels are carried away into captivity. Her infants are slain in the streets. Her young men with the sword of the enemy. What nation have not had a part in her kingdom and gotten her spoils? 
All her ornaments are taken away. Of a free woman, she has become a bond slave. And behold, a sanctuary. Even our beauty and our glory is laid waste. And the Gentiles have profaned it. To what end, therefore, shall we live any longer? Then Mattathias and his sons rent their clothes, put on sackcloth, and mourned very sore. In the meanwhile, the king officers, such as compelled the people to revolt, came into the city of Modin to make them sacrifice. And when many of Israel came unto them, Mattathias also and his sons came together. Then answered the king officers, and said to Mattathias on this wise, Thou art a ruler and an honorable and great man in this city, and strengthened with sons and brethren. Now therefore come thou first and fulfill the king's commandment, like as all the heathen have done, yea, and the men of Judah also. As such as remain at Jerusalem, so shall thou and thy house be in the number of the king's friends. And thou and thy children shall be honored with silver and gold, and many rewards. Then Menathias answered and spake with a loud voice. Though all the nations that are under the king's dominion obey him, and fall away every one from the religion of their fathers, and give consent to his commandments. Yet will I and my sons and my brethren walk in the covenant of our fathers. God forbid that we should forsake the law and the ordinances. We will not hearken to the king's words to go from our religion either on the right hand or the left. Now when he left speaking these words, there came one of the Jews in the sight of all to sacrifice on the altar, which was Edmodin, according to the king's commandment. Which thing when Mattathias saw, he was inflamed with zeal, and his rage trembled. Neither could he forbear to show his anger according to judgment. Wherefore he ran and slew him upon the altar. Also the king's commissioner, who compelled men to sacrifice, he killed. At that time, and the altar he pulled down. Thus dealt he zealously for the law of God, like as Phineas did to Zambri, the son of Salome. And Matthias cried throughout the city with a loud voice saying, Whosoever is zealous of the law and maintaineth the covenant, let him follow me. So he and his sons fled into the mountains and left all that ever they had in the city. Then many that sought after justice and judgment went down into the wilderness to dwell there. Both they and their children, and their wives, and their cattle, because afflictions increased sore upon them. Now when it was told the king's servant, and the host that was at Jerusalem, in the city of David, that certain men who had broken the king's commandments were gone down into secret places in the wilderness, 
They pursued after them in great number and have overtaken them. They camped against them and made war against them on the Sabbath day. And they said unto them, Let that which ye have done hereto suffice. Come forth and do according to the commandment of the king, and ye shall live. But they said, We will not come forth, neither will we do the king's commandment to profane the Sabbath day. So then they gave them the battle with all speed. Howbeit they answered them not, neither cast they a stone at them, nor stopped the place where they laid him, but said, Let us die all in our innocence. Heaven and earth shall testify for us that ye put us to death wrongfully. So they rose up against them in battle on the Sabbath, and they slew them with their wives and children, their cattle, to the number of a thousand people. Now when Menathias and his friends understood thereof, they mourned for them right sore. And one of them said to another, If we all do as our brethren have done, and fight not for our lives and laws against the heathen, they will now quickly root us out of the earth. At that time, therefore, they decreed, saying, Whosoever shall come to make battle with us on the Sabbath day, we will fight against him. Neither will we die all as our brethren that were murdered in the secret places. Then came there unto him a company of Assyrians, who were mighty men of Israel, even all such as were voluntarily devoted unto the law. Also all they that fled for persecution joined themselves unto them and were a stay unto them. So they joined their forces and smote sinful men in their anger and wicked men in their wrath. But the rest fled to the heathen for succor. Then Menathias and his friends went round about and pulled down the altars. And what children soever they found within the coast of Israel uncircumcised, those they circumcised valiantly. They pursued also after the proud men, and the work prospered in their hands. So they recovered the law out of the hands of the Gentiles, and out of the hand of kings, Neither suffered they the sinner to triumph. Now when the time drew near that Matthias should die, he said unto his sons, Now have pride and rebuke God in strength, in the time of destruction and the wrath of indignation. Now therefore, my sons, be ye zealous for the law, and give your lives for the covenant of your fathers. Call to remembrance what acts our fathers did in their time. So shall ye receive great honor and an everlasting name. Was not Abraham found faithful in temptation and it was imputed unto him for righteousness? Joseph, in the time of distress, kept the commandment and was made Lord of Egypt. Phineas, our father, in being zealous, and fervent obtained the covenant of an everlasting priesthood. Jesus, for fulfilling the word, was made a judge in Israel. 
Caleb for bearing witness before a congregation received the heritage of the land. David for being merciful possessed the throne of an everlasting kingdom. Elias for being zealous and fervent for the law was taken up into heaven. Ananias, Azarias, and Masael by believing were saved out of the flame. Daniel for his innocency was delivered from the mouth of lions. And thus consider ye throughout all ages that none that put their trust in him shall be overcome. Fear not then the words of a sinful man. For his glory shall be dung in worms. Today he shall be lifted up and tomorrow he shall not be found because he is returned into his dust and his thoughts is come to nothing. Wherefore, my sons, be valiant and show yourselves men in the behalf of the law. For by it shall ye obtain glory. And behold, I know that your brother Simon is a man of counsel. Give ear unto him always. He shall be a father unto you. As for Judas Maccabeus, he have been mighty and strong even from his youth up. Let him be your captain and fight the battle of the people. Take also unto you all those that observe the law and avenge ye the wrong of your people. Recompense fully the heathen and take heed to the commandment of the law. So he blessed them and was gathered to his fathers and he died in the hundred forty and sixth year. And his sons buried him in the sepulchre of his fathers and Moden. And all Israel made great lamentation for him. Chapter 3, verse 1. Then his son Judas, called Maccabeus, rose up in his stead. And all his brethren helped him. And so did all they that held with his father. And they fought with cheerfulness the battle of Israel. So he got his people great honor and put on a breastplate as a giant and girt his warlike harness about him. And he made battles, protecting the host with his sword. In his acts, he was like a lion and like a lion's whelp roaring for his prey. For he pursued the wicked and sought them out and burnt up those that vexed his people. Wherefore the wicked shrunk for fear of him, and all the workers of iniquity were troubled, because salvation prospered in his hand. He grieved also many kings, and made Jacob glad with his acts, and his memorial is blessed forever. Moreover, he went through the cities of Judah, destroying the ungodly out of them, and turning away wrath from Israel, so that he was renowned unto the utmost part of the earth. And he received unto him such as were ready to perish. Then Apollonius, 
gathered the Gentiles together and a great host out of Samaria to fight against Israel. Which thing when Judas perceived, he went forth to meet him. And so he smote him and slew him. Many also fell down slain, but the rest fled. Wherefore Judas took their spoils and Apollonius sword also. And therewith he fought all his life long. Now when Saran, a prince of the army of Syria, heard say that Judas had gathered unto him a multitude and a company of faithful to go out with them to war. He said, I will get me a name and honor in the kingdom, for I will go fight with Judas and them that are with them who despise the king's commandment. So he made ready to go up, and there went with him a mighty host of ungodly to help him and to be avenged of the children of Israel. And when he came near to the going up of Beth Horon, Judas went forth to meet him with a small company, who when they saw the host coming to meet him, said unto Judas, How shall we be able, being so few, to fight against so great a multitude and so strong, seeing we are ready to faint with fasting all this day? Unto whom Judas answered, It is no hard matter for many to be shut up in the hands of a few. And with God of heaven, it is all one to deliver with a great multitude or a small company. For the victory of the battle standeth not in the multitude of an host, but strength cometh from heaven. They come against us in much pride and iniquity to destroy us and our wives and our children and to spoil us. But we fight for our lives and our laws. Wherefore the Lord himself will overthrow them before our face. And as for you, be ye not afraid of them. Now as soon as he had left off speaking, he left suddenly upon them. And so Saran and his host was overthrown before him. And they pursued them from the going down of Beth Haran unto the plain, where were slain about 800 men of them. And the residue fled into the land of the Philistines. Then began the fear of Judas and his brethren, and an exceeding great dread to fall upon the nations round about them. And so much as his fame came unto the king, and all nations talked of the battles of Judas. Now when King Antiochus heard these things, he was full of indignation. Wherefore he sent and gathered together all the forces of his realm, even a very strong army. He opened also his treasure and gave his soldiers pay for a year, commanding them to be ready whensoever he should need them. Nevertheless, when he saw that the money of his treasure failed and that the tributes in the countries were small because of the dissension and plague, which he had brought upon the land and taken away the laws which had been of old time, he feared that he should not be able to bear the charges any longer, nor to have such gifts to give so liberally as he did before. For he had abounded above the kings that were before him. Wherefore, being greatly perplexed in his mind, 
he determined to go into Persia, there to take the tributes of the countries and to gather much money. So he left Lesius, a nobleman, and one of the blood royal to oversee the affairs of the king from the river Euphrates unto the borders of Egypt, and to bring up his son Antiochus until he came again. Moreover, he delivered unto him the half of his forces and the elephants, and gave him charge of all things that he would have done. As also concerning them that dwelt in Judea and Jerusalem, to wit, that he should send an army against them to destroy and root out the strength of Israel and the remnant of Jerusalem and to take away their memorial from their place and that he should place strangers in all their quarters and divide their land by lot. So the king took the half of the forces that remained and departed from Antioch, his royal city, the 140th and 7th year, and having passed the river Euphrates, he went through the high countries. And Lacius chose Ptolemy, the son of Dormius and Nicanor and Gorgias, mighty men of the king's friend. And with them he sent 40,000 footmen, 7,000 horsemen, to go into the land of Judah and to destroy it, as the king commanded. So they went forth with all their power and came and pitched in Emmaus in the plain country. And the merchants of the country, hearing the fame of them, took silver and gold very much with servants and came into the camp to buy the children of Israel for slave. A power also of Syria and of the land of the Philistines joined themselves unto them. Now when Judas and his brethren saw that misery were multiplied, and that the forces did encamp themselves in their borders. For they knew how the king had given commandment to destroy the people and utterly abolish them. They said one to another, let us restore the decayed estate of our people and let us fight for our people and the sanctuary. Then was the congregation gathered together that they might be ready for battle and that they might pray and ask mercy and compassion. Now Jerusalem lay void as a wilderness. There was none of her children that went in or out. The sanctuary also was trodden down, and aliens kept the stronghold. The heathen had their habitation in their place, and joy was taken from Jacob, and the pipe with the harp ceased. Wherefore the Israelites assembled themselves together, and came to Masfa over against Jerusalem. For in Masfa was the place where they prayed aforetime in Israel. Then they fasted that day and put on sackcloth and cast ashes upon their head and rent their clothes and laid open the book of the law wherein the heathen had sought to paint the likenesses of their images. They brought also the priest's garments and the first fruits and the tithe and the Nazarites they stirred up who had accomplished their days. Then cried they with a loud voice towards heaven saying, What shall we do with these? And whither shall we carry them away? 
For thy sanctuary is trodden down and profaned, and the priests are in heaviness and brought low. And lo, the heathen are assembled together against us to destroy us. What things they imagine against us, thou knowest. How shall we be able to stand against them except, O God, be our help? Then sounded they with trumpets and cried with a loud voice. And after this, Judas ordained captains over the people, even captains over thousands and over hundreds and over fifties and over tens. But as for such as were building houses or had betrothed wives or were planting vineyards or were fearful, those he commanded that they should return every man to his own house according to the law. So the camp removed and pitched upon the south of Emmaus. And Judah said, Arm yourselves and be valiant men, and see that ye be in readiness against the morning, that ye may fight with these nations that are assembled together against us to destroy us in our sanctuary. For it is better for us to die in battle than to behold the calamities of our people and our sanctuary. Nevertheless, as the will of God is in heaven, so let him do. Chapter 4, verse 1. Then took Gorgias 5,000 footmen and a thousand of the best horsemen and removed out of the camp by night to the end he might rush in upon the camp of the Jews and smite them suddenly. And the men of the fortress were his guides. Now when Judas heard thereof, he himself removed and the valiant men with him that he might smite the king's army which was at Emmaus. While as yet the forces were dispersed from the camp, in the mean season came Gorgias by night into the camp of Judas. And when he found no man there, he sought them in the mountains, for he said, These fellows flee from us. But as soon as it was day, Judas showed himself in the plain with 3,000 men, who nevertheless had their armor nor swords in their minds. And they saw the camp of the heathen, that it was strong and well harnessed, and compassed round about with horsemen. And these were expert of war. Then said Judas to the men that were with him, Fear ye not for their multitude, neither be ye afraid of their assault. Remember how our fathers were delivered in the Red Sea, when Pharaoh pursued them with an army. Now therefore let us cry unto heaven, if preadventure the Lord will have mercy upon us and remember the covenant of our fathers and destroy this host before our face this day, that so all the heathen may know that there is one who delivered and saveth Israel. Then the strangers lifted up their eyes and saw them coming over against them. Wherefore they went out of the camp to battle, but they that were with Judas sounded their trumpets. So they joined battle, and the heathen being discomfited fled into the plain, howbeit all the hindmost of them were slain with the sword, for they pursued them 
unto Yazara, and into the plains of Idumea, and into Adotus, and into Gemini, so that there were slain of them upon a three thousand men. This done, Judas returned again with his host from pursuing them, and said to the people, Be not greedy of the spoils, inasmuch as there is a battle before us. And Gregorius and his hosts are here by us in the mountain. But stand ye now against our enemy and overcome them. And after this ye may boldly take the spoils. As Judas was yet speaking these words, there appeared a part of them looking out of the mountain, who when they perceived that the Jews had put their host to flight and were burning the tents, for the smoke that was seen declared what was done. When therefore they perceived these things, they were so afraid, and seeing also the host of Judas in plain ready to fight, they fled every one into the land of strangers. Then Judas returned to the spoil, the tents, where they got much gold and silver and blue silk and purple of the sea and great riches. After this, they went home and sung songs of thanksgiving and praised the Lord in heaven because it is good, because his mercy endured forever. Thus Israel had a great deliverance that day. Now all the strangers that had escaped came and told Lysias what had happened who, when he heard thereof, was confounded and discouraged, because neither such thing as he would were done unto Israel, nor such things as the king commanded him, were come to pass. The next year thereof, following Lacius, gathered together three score thousand choice men afoot, and five thousand horsemen, that he might subdue them. So they came into Idumea, and pitched their tents at Bashur, and Judas met them with 10,000 men. And when he saw the mighty army, he prayed and said, Blessed art thou, O Savior of Israel, who didst quell the violence of the mighty man by the hand of thy servant David, and gavest the host of strangers into the hand of Jonathan, son of Saul, and his armor-bearer. Shut up this army in the hand of thy people Israel, and let them be confounded in their power and horsemen. Make them to be of no courage, and cause the boldness of their strength to fall away, and let them quake at their destruction. Cast them down with the sword of them that love thee, and let all those that know thy name praise thee with thanksgiving. So they joined the battle. And there were slain of the hosts of Lysias about 5,000 men. Even before them were they slain. Now when Lysias saw his army put to flight and the manliness of Judah's soldiers and how they were ready either to live or die valiantly, he went into Antiochia and gathered together a company of strangers. And having made his army greater than it was, he purposed to come again into Judea. Then said Judas and his brethren, Behold, our enemies are discomforted. Let us go up to cleanse and dedicate the sanctuary. 
Upon this, all the hosts assembled themselves together and went up into Mount Zion. And when they saw the sanctuary desolate and the altar profane and the gates burned up and the shrubs growing in the courts as in a forest or in one of the mountains, yea, and the priest chambers pulled down, they rent their clothes and made great lamentation and cast ashes upon their head and fell down flat to the ground upon their faces and blew an alarm with the trumpets and cried towards heaven. Then said Judas and his brethren, Behold, our enemies are discomfited. Let us go up to cleanse and dedicate the sanctuary. Upon this all the hosts assembled themselves together and went up into Mount Zion. And when they saw the sanctuary desolate and the altars profaned and the gates burned up and the shrubs growing in the courts as in a forest or in one of the mountains, yea, and the priest's chambers pulled down. They rent their clothes and made great lamentation and cast ashes upon their heads and fell down flat to the ground upon their faces and blew an alarm with the trumpets and cried towards heaven. Then Judas appointed certain men to fight against those that were in the fortress until he had cleansed the sanctuary. So he chose priests of blameless conversation, such as had pleasure in the law, who cleansed the sanctuary and bear out the defiled stones into an unclean place. And when, as they consulted what to do with the altar of burnt offering, which was profane, they thought it best to pull it down, lest it should be a reproach to them, because the heathen had defiled it. Wherefore they pulled it down and laid up the stones in the mountain of the temple in a convenient place, until there should come a prophet to show what should be done with them. Then they took whole stones according to the law, and built a new altar according to the former, and made up the sanctuary and the things that were within the temple and hollowed the courts. They made also new holy vessels and into the temple they brought the candlestick and the altar of the burnt offerings and of incense and the table. And upon the altar they burnt incense and the lamps that were upon the candlesticks they lighted that they might give light in the temple. Furthermore, they set the loaves upon the table and spread out the vows and finished all the work which they had begun to make. Now on the five and twelfth day of the ninth month, which is called the month of Caslu, in the hundred and forty and eighth year, they rose up betimes in the morning and offered sacrifice according to the law upon the new altar of burnt offerings, which they made. Look at what time and what day the heathen had profaned it. Even in that was it dedicated with songs and citherins and harps and cymbals. Then all the people fell upon their faces, worshiping and praising the God of heaven, who had given them good success. And so they kept the dedication of the altar eight days and offered burnt offerings with gladness and sacrificed the sacrifice of deliverance and praise. 
They decked also the forefront of the temple with crowns of gold and with shields, and the gates and the chambers they renewed, and the hanged doors upon them. Thus was there very great gladness among the people, for that the reproach of the heathen was put away. Moreover, Judas and his brethren with the whole congregation of Israel ordained that the days of the dedication of the altar should be kept in their season from year to year by the space of eight days, from the five and twelfth day of the month Caslu, with mirth and gladness. At that time also they built up the Mount Zion with high walls and strong towers round about, lest the Gentiles should come and thread it down, as they had done before. And they sent there a garrison to keep it, and fortified but sure to preserve it, that the people might have a defense against Idumia. Chapter 5, verse 1. Now when the nations round about heard that the altar was built, and the sanctuary renewed as before, it displeased them very much. Wherefore they thought to destroy the generation of Jacob that was among them, and thereupon they began to slay and destroy the people. Then Judas fought against the children of Esau in Idumea and Arbatan, because they besieged Israel, and he gave them a great overthrow, and abated their courage, and took their spoils. Also he remembered the injury of the children of Ben, who had been a snare and an offense unto the people, and that they lay in wait for them in the ways. He shut them up, therefore, in the towers, and encamped against them, and destroyed them utterly and burnt the towers of that place with fire and all that were therein. Afterward, he passed over to the children of Ammon, where he found a mighty power and much people, and with Timothus, their captain. So he fought many battles with them, till at length there were discomfort before him, and he smote them. And when he had taken Jazar, with the towns belonging thereto, he returned into Judea. Then the heathen that were at Galad assembled themselves together against the Israelites that were in their quarters to destroy them. But they fled to the fortress of Damathia and sent letters unto Judas and his brethren. The heathen that are round about us are assembled together against us to destroy us. And they are preparing to come and take the fortress whereunto we are fled, Timothus being the captain of their hosts. Come now, therefore, and deliver us from their hands, for many of us are slain. Yea, all our brethren that were in the places of Toby are put to death. Their wives and their children also they have carried away captives and borne away their stuff. And they have destroyed there about a thousand men. While these letters were yet reading, behold, there came other messengers from Galilee. While these letters were being read, behold, there came other messengers from Galilee with their clothes rent, who reported on this wire, and said, They of Ptolemus, and of Thyrus, and Sidon, and all Galilee of the Gentiles are assembled together against us to consume us. Now when Judas and the people heard these words, there assembled a great congregation together to consult what they should do for their brethren that were in trouble and assaulted of them. Then said Judas unto Simon his brother, Choose thee out men 
and go and deliver thy brethren that are in Galilee. For I and Jonathan, my brother, will go into the country of Galilee. So he left Joseph, the son of Zacharias, and Zacharias, captains of the people, with the remnant of the hosts in Judea to keep it. Unto whom he gave commandment, saying, Take ye the charge of this people, and see that ye make not war against the heathen until the time that we come again. Now unto Simon were given three thousand men to go into Galilee, and unto Judas eight thousand men for the country of Galad. Then went Simon into Galilee, where he fought many battles with the heathen, so that the heathen were discomfited by him. And he pursued them unto the gate of Ptolemus, and there were slain of the heathen about three thousand men, whose spoils he took. And those that were in Galilee and in Arbatus, with their wives and children, and all that they had, took he away with them, and brought them into Judea with great joy. Judas Maccabee also and his brother Jonathan went over Jordan and traveled three days' journey in the wilderness, where they met with Nabathus, who came unto them in a peaceable manner and told them everything that had happened to their brethren in the land of Galad, and how that many of them were shut up in Bosora and Bosor and Elma and Kassaphor and Mate and Karnan. All these cities are strong and great and that they were shut up in the rest of the cities of the country of Galad, and that against tomorrow they had appointed to bring their hosts against the forts, and to take them, and to destroy them all in one day. Hereupon Judas and his host turned suddenly by the way of the wilderness into Bosora, and when he had won the city, he slew all the males with the edge of the sword, and took all their spoils, and burnt the city with fire. From whence he removed by night, and went till he came to the fortress. And by times in the morning they looked up, and behold, there was an innumerable people bearing ladders and other engines of war to take the fortress, for they assaulted them. When Judas therefore saw that the battle was begun, and that the cry of the city went up to heaven with trumpets and a great sound, he said unto his host, Fight this day for your brethren. So he went forth behind them in three companies, who sounded their trumpets and cried with prayer. Then the host of Timothus, knowing that it was Maccabeus, fled from them. Wherefore he smote them with a great slaughter, so that there were killed of them that day about eight thousand men. This done, Judas turned aside to Massapha, and after he assaulted it, he took it, and slew all the males therein, and received the spoils thereof, and burnt it with fire. And from thence when he and took Casphon, and Maged, Bosor, and the other cities of the country of Galad. After these things gathered Timothy another host, and encamped against Remphon beyond the brook. So Judas sent men to espy the host, who brought him word, saying, All the heathen that be round about us are assembled unto them, even a very great host. He have also hired the Arabians to help them, and they have pitched their tents beyond the brook, ready to come and fight against thee. Upon this Judas went to meet them. Then Timothy said unto the captains of the host, When Judas and his host come near the brook, if he pass over first unto us, we should not be able to withstand him, for he will mightily prevail against us. But if he be afraid and camp beyond the river, we shall go over unto him and prevail against him. 
Now when Judas came near the brook, he caused the scribes of the people to remain by the brook, unto whom he gave commandment, saying, Suffer no man to remain in the camp, but let all come to battle. So he went first over them and all the people after him. Then all the heathen being discomforted before him cast away their weapons and fled into the temple that was at Carnam. But they took the city and burnt the temple with all that were therein. Thus was Carnan subdued. Neither could they stand any longer before Judas. Then Judas gathered together all the Israelites that were in the country of Gilead, from the least unto the greatest, even their wives and their children, and their stuff, a very great host. To the end they might come into the land of Judea, now when they came to Ephron, this was a great city in the way as they should go, very well fortified. They could not turn from it, either on the right hand or the left, but knees passed through the midst of it. Then they of the city shut them out and stopped up the gates with stone, whereupon Judas sent unto them in peaceable manner, saying, Let us pass through your land to go into our own country, and none shall do you any hurt. We will only pass through on foot, howbeit they would not open unto him. Wherefore Judas commanded a proclamation to be made throughout the host, that every man should pitch his tent in the place where he would. So the soldiers pitched and assaulted the city all that day and all that night, till all the length of the city was delivered into his hand, who then slew all the males with the edge of the sword and raised the city and took the spoils thereof and passed through the city over them that were slain. After this went they over Jordan into the great plains before Bethesen. And Judas gathered together those that came behind and exhorted the people all the way through till they came into the land of Judea. So they went up into Mount Sion with joy and gladness, where they offered burnt offerings, because not one of them were slain until they had returned in peace. Now what time as Judas and Jonathan were in the land of Galad, and Simon his brother in Galilee before Ptolemus, Joseph the son of Zacharias, and Azarias, captains of the garrisons, heard of the valiant act and warlike deeds which they had done. Wherefore they said, Let us also get us a name and go fight against the heathen that are round about us. So when they had given charge unto the garrison that was with them, they went towards Jamna. Then came Gorgias and his men out of the city to fight against them. And so it was that Joseph and Azarias were put to fight and pursued unto the borders of Judea. And there were slain that day of the people of Israel about 2,000 men. Thus was there a great overthrow among the children of Israel, because they were not obedient unto Judas and his brethren, but thought to do some valiant act. Moreover, these men came not of the seed of those by whose hand deliverance given was given to Israel. Howbeit, the man Judas and his brethren were greatly renowned in the sight of all Israel and of all the heathen, whatsoever their name was heard of, and so much as the people assembled unto them with joyful acclamation. 
Afterward went Judas forth with his brethren and fought against the children of Esau in the land towards the south, where he smote Hebron and the towns thereof, and pulled down the fortress of it, and burned the towers thereof round about. From thence he removed to go into the land of the Philistines and pass through Samaria. At that time, certain priests, desirous to show their valor, were slain in battle, for they that went out to fight unadvisedly. So Judas turned to Ostas in the land of the Philistines, and when he had poured down their altars and burned their carved images with fire and spoiled their cities, he returned into the land of Judea.